1: And former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCready.
2: Welcome into another edition of McCready and Siski powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski. We'll be with you for the next, I don't know, hour and twenty, hour and thirty minutes or so. We'll talk uh, about a number of things. We've got uh, LSU getting some probation. No big deal. That did not not a big thing. But the big thing is still sitting out there. Whether anything happens remains to be seen. Uh, there are some recruiting calendar and college football calendar issues that are sort of being circulated around by the NCAA right now to uh, member institutions to uh, possibly change things a little bit, uh, possibly change things a lot in the recruiting calendar. We'll talk about that. We'll make our uh, week four NCAA picks for the, uh, the road to Boise. And uh, we'll also make our uh, week three NFL uh, picks for uh the same, so
3: I studied the bingo card just to, so I would not say those things. Like that's what it does to my head. Is, I know, and I have no chance.
2: Oh no, no, no! We'll 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 butcher this. All right, what, what uh, we got? We're brought to you by Rain. Rain Total Body Fuel. It's uh, three hundred milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes. It's got zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain body fuel to learn more also check out uh our social media if you would we would appreciate that we're um we're on twitter at mccrady Siski. it's right there on the screen we're on instagram mccrady and Siski, and then we're uh on tiktok even mccrady and Siski podcast we will get you to dance before this is all over with it's possible uh you're having the uh the white gummy bear is that correct i am i'm going with white gummy bear and uh, I'm doing cherry limeade today. I'm 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 not going to venture out today. I feel like I feel like just kind of staying in in the middle of the lane. Yeah. My lane.
3: Thursday is your need a rain day for sure.
2: You know what I mean? Oh yeah. No this this there there almost was an earlier rain, but um but I'm good.
3: Yep. I think you'll you'll get your mind right. Matter of fact, I think you're going undefeated in your picks this week. I got a feeling for you. Oh, you're out of your stupid mind! Stop! <laughs> don't don't try that crap with me. That's it's reverse psychology, man. I don't know what you're picking today, so I'm a little I'm interested.
2: Yeah, no, I know we haven't. Uh, you only know a couple of
3: them. Um, yeah. yeah, so
2: we'll uh, we'll get to get to all that stuff. Um, Let's we'll see what else. Oh, if you're in the live stream, basically you can stay with us till about nine thirty, ten o'clock, because <laughs> we're here. Uh, Pete's Pigskin Preview, uh, brought to you by our friends at Walk-Ons. Walkons. Um, that comes to you at 5 o'clock, so we'll probably go till I don't know, 4.30 or so, and then Pete will take over at 5. It's an hour and 20. It's fantastic. It's not because of me. I'm, I didn't do anything. I just sat here and watched Pete. Tyler would eat it up because it's uh, he's got film. Yeah, I watch it every week. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's a good show. This is the best one we've ever done. He got film from last week's game, uh, Ole Miss at Georgia Tech, so he breaks down. A lot of went right, a lot of what went right, a couple of the things that went wrong, show you maybe why the quarterback thing isn't as – cut and dried, as people think, decisions, that kind of thing. Pretty interesting. I I was fascinated. And then he uh, dives into Tulsa. Of course, Ole Miss entertains Tulsa this weekend. Uh, He got filmed from Tulsa's game last season at Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And it was really, really good. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I learned a lot about why you spread the receivers out and bunch them and all those things. It's pretty interesting. So if it's interesting to me, it probably will be interesting to you. It is one of the shows, though, I get this every week. I get a couple of these emails, and I get it. It's people that don't want to fool with YouTube, blah, blah, blah. I'll put it in podcast form if you want to listen to it. If you just insist <laughs> on listening to it, here's the truth. That's hard. Here's the truth. I'm going to make more money off the listen yeah. than I am the view, okay? But if you want to appreciate the show, and if you don't, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> But if you want to appreciate the show, you need to watch it on YouTube.
3: Yeah, because the film stuff, I mean, that's how you – I'm a visual guy anyway, and so I couldn't listen to somebody talk about schematics without looking at it. But, hey, before we get on, I I did want to say I did watch some stuff this week. I do think it's very – I know we got a lot of Ole Miss fans in here. I think it's very interesting some of the run schemes that Ole Miss is doing uh, because there's very few running backs on the planet that could run those schemes. Um, they ran a particular play that uh, Evans scored on. About it was like a thirty something yard run or whatever it was. That's th- there's not many running backs that could hit that. Just coming up from a um, yeah. stiffness mm-hmm. and things like that. They ran it earlier in the game, and if he'd stuck his foot in the ground, he hit his head on goalpost for about eighty. He missed a read on uh, Evans. Missed a read on one of them.
2: I think that's one of the plays that Pete shows. Okay, yeah, he I missed what it. About.
3: Oh, that'd be good because he he would have bumped his head on the goalpost, mm-hmm. um, but. I just think it's uh, it kind of says something to me when they're they're scheming some runs that you usually don't do in the run game, so it's pretty impressive.
2: The loser should have to wear a "Say No to Potatoes" shirt
3: (laughs) and go to the game. (laughs)
1: Protest! Protest the treatment of potatoes! (laughs) we're doing it it's done we're doing that we're coming in with signs and we're protesting we're protesting (laughs) the
2: the unethical treatment of potatoes (laughs) potatoes have feelings too we're doing it we're doing it yeah we'll have fun with it Oh, God, that's great. That's it's really It's one funny. of
3: those days, boss.
2: It is. It's one of those days. All right. Um, <laughs> you want to try to get this thing back on the rails? <laughs> yeah, real quick. Since I mentioned walk-ons, I'll tell you that Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana, dig into uh, their mouth-watering cuisine, uh, made from scratch, Louisiana cuisine, I should say, uh, po boys, gumbo, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit them in uh, Oxford or uh, Ridgeland today. I was speaking of the live stream. So at 6.30, if everything goes according to plan, and I think it will, uh, we'll have uh, the Butcher versus the Spin Instructor, Greg Jones, Campbell McCrady, do their weekly picks. That'll get you at 6.30. It's about 22 minutes this week. So uh, that'll get you pretty close to 7. And then at 7, Chase Parham and I will have Handraise Guys, presented by Comer Heating and Air. Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Ben Mintz of Barstool Sports will join in week number one talk about the week ahead in college football also the uh NFL slate as they get started with uh week 3 tonight Cleveland and Pittsburgh so we'll have that game on i think we'll have the Washington I'm, I should say West Virginia uh Virginia Tech game i think that game's going to be on TV we'll have it on
3: yes yeah, 6 6:30 yes
2: yeah, so we'll have some football on we'll take your calls on the Raptors music and food hotline all that stuff so wrapping up a pretty busy day at the network um uh, so yeah that's that all right, uh, we'll jump in. Let's so, do it. Let's get in. Um, ah. We'll touch LSU quickly. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this because I think there's a lot there. Yeah. Pat Forty had a tweet out this morning that it was, oh, it was, you know, but, 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 batting down the hatches or something along those lines. There was lines. a lot of
3: them that, that – I wonder who tweets first and then they all feel like they have to follow. Well, I'd love to know – I'll guess how that happened. Someone
2: at the NCAA who is their source – sent them a text or something. LSU's happening today at noon. And they all went, ooh, here we go. And then as soon as the person, the source, saw the tweets, they're like, no, 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 not that case, just the other case. And so they all have to start backtracking gotcha. without it making it look like, hey, we got this directly from a source in the NCAA building, because yeah. they did get it directly from the source.
3: Yeah, I was on, actually on the phone with one a really good source <laughs> when all that came out. And so I was able to Ask some things and and realize what it was pretty quick. So you want to talk about that?
2: Yeah. So LSU gets a year of probation, a five thousand dollar fine. That'll hurt.
3: <laughs> How seriously though? What is? What's the point?
2: Just to say that you find somebody.
3: What's the point? I mean, you uh, get fifty thousand for for tearing the goalpost down, but you get five thousand for recurring violations. Yeah. Anyway
2: former offensive line coach uh James Craig gets a 3 year show cause and uh and then there also were they got some of I guess the fine and the probation and stuff is also due to covid violations for gear covid contact I don't know whatever
3: yeah so they're one of many I think we talked about this on this show earlier um one of the summer episodes but look people broke rules during covid no and so they're going, Okay, we're gonna get they got Arizona State, you know, which was blatant, um, and cost Herm Edwards his job eventually. Um, but they got they got Herm Edwards at Arizona State. They got uh who was the other one besides LSU? They got somebody else for COVID rules. But in a nutshell, the the uh allegedly the guy is uh accused of giving this is my favorite part. They said used LSU workout gear. Now come on, man. <laughs> don't hey, don't you know, don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. All right. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, anyway, and so and then they did a uh, a, a stadium tour uh, during COVID. All this stuff, contact, whatever. It was a dead period. They got them, but uh, yeah. My favorite part was uh, five year. Uh, excuse me, one year probation, a five thousand dollar fine. Yeah. But it is what it is. It's
2: my understanding that this had absolutely nothing to do with. The main case, which is still a major basketball infractions case, there is a major football infractions case. LSU is desperately trying to separate the two.
3: I concur. I concur.
2: I am. What I heard today, and look, I don't cover LSU. Okay, so let me be clear here. I don't cover LSU. I don't spend a lot of time finding out what's going on with their NCAA case. And I avoid NCAA people like the plague.
3: <laughs> who hey, who who avoids them more, uh, you or Brennan?
2: Probably Brennan. But when I had the LSU guy, when I had the NCAA guy corner me in a hotel in Atlanta, wanting me to like just spill the, the beans on Ole Miss, and I was like, whoa, is this how you guys do stuff? Oh. I mean, I sat there and talked to the guy, and I was like, number one, I don't know a lot of the things you're talking about. And number two, if I did, I... I'm not getting into this. This be no. And, <laughs> That's how they do it though. And I was like I was like you know he's like do you know about any secret meetings or whatever? I'm like well like which, which school are we talking about because like every school has secret meetings. I mean what are you t- what are you talking about? This is insanity, but I also walked away from that meeting going they're getting screwed. <laughs> Cuz <'Cause> that dude <coughs> Let's just say that guy had taken his Viagra as it pertained to all Wow. Old that guy was... Why not Cialis? You know, I don't like Cialis because I, I don't like this stupid tub commercial on the hill. It never makes any sense. Like, seriously, think about this for a minute. If you were to haul two of those giant porcelain tubs up to the top of a hill, fill them with water, even though you have no water source. So you've got to figure you're going to some water thing and coming back trying to somehow keep the water warm because you don't want to get into cold water before. (laughs) And then you both got into this tub. By the time you've finished taking a bath in separate tubs, by the way, so for the Cialis to work, at some point, both of you have to get out, or one of you has to join one in the tub it just feels like a lot of work, and by the end of the, I just don't think you'd, A, be in the mood, B, I don't think physically you'd be able, and C, by the end of the, all the tub hauling and water hauling, would you even,
3: it just would be the last thing on your mind at that point. So got it. Cialis, not a sponsor. Got it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Now, Viagra, if you want to call, we're, listen, we're here. I mean, you see all of our social media right there. Just reach out.
3: Oh, I don't need forty five minutes a day. I'm in trouble.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I mean, the cold water. <laughs> Wouldn't that sort of counteract the Cialis,
3: right? <coughs> if it doesn't, it's a good drug. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, Man, I, I haven't seen you get that excited about something since COVID mask, <laughs> since mask policies. <laughs> no,
2: it just was, it's just an observation, that's all. All right, NCAA recruiting calendar. There's a bunch of things here. All right. Making making week zero open, which is that, that week that um, I guess they played Northwestern and Nebraska, Nebraska. played out in Dublin. So, H- Hawaii and Vanderbilt played in Honolulu.
3: Previously, you had to get a waiver um, to play these games. And the NCAA – you just was it wasn't uh, open for everyone, if that makes sense. So you have to get a waiver and all that stuff. They're just trying to create because they know that that the uh, playoff is coming, and so they're trying to give schools an opportunity if they want to add an additional bye week. They can.
2: All right, I'm generally for this. We'll just take these one at a time. No okay. one cares what my opinions are, except it is our show. So I, I'm going to talk about it. it is correct. Um, I generally like this because I like the idea of a second off week. I think it's important if you're going to play 12 to potentially 15, 16 games. I I think building in a second bye week is a good idea. Look at the NFL model. I, I What I'm not crazy about, now the fans love it. Here's what I'm not completely crazy about is, man, the idea of putting a football game in the Deep South on August the 27th or something with all the TV stuff, and you're going to play a football game at three o'clock in the afternoon in Oxford or Starkville or Baton Rouge or something for God's sake. I mean, can you imagine you can say you care about the student athlete and then you schedule a game during like heat stroke time, and forget the athletes for a minute. I don't mean I don't mean right. it that way, but they're conditioned for it. The fifty-seven year old woman that did not spend the summer getting up at five in the morning to run wind sprints is not quite as conditioned for it you're, you're, you're putting fans at risk a little bit in those elements I, I, I wish I wish there was a week zero. I, I've long said this. I wish that the college football season started a little later and went a little longer.
3: Yeah, what you're saying though I mean but the difference between week zero and week one is really nothing. It would be, it would benefit what you're saying is just backing it up three weeks now we're having a, a significant change yeah because there's not really a change between the weather between week one and week zero. It's now week zero and week four or whatever week we're in now. Yeah, you know there is, but you know that I'm I get I get you on that. So, but, but but I'm cool with it in general. And I mean, I I think I I think the week
2: zero, if you could figure, and and a lot of teams would, they would figure out ways to play games in domed facilities and things of that nature, which they
3: do now. You know, a lot of these yeah. Chick fil A games and the one in Jerry World, they, they do that now. They had one in SoFi, I think. You know, I mean, they they do that now. Um, but if you truly open up to everyone, you're not going to be able to do that. You know what I mean? Arkansas State is not going to be able to play um, Monroe at Jerry World. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, it's going to be on campus somewhere. So, no, I'm with you on that one.
2: <clears throat> All right. Uh, they want to move bowl games up a week to start the week after the championships. So that's the weekend that Army and Navy play in Philadelphia. Um,
3: I'm – I'm personally for this. This okay. is me personally. I think you're not going to find any athletic department person that's against this for multiple reasons. Um, but all that being said, there's going to be two pushbacks on this. Okay. All right. The first one is going to be the presidents because we're, you're fixing to find out what we really think about student athletes. Okay. Because in the history of, since I've been involved in the NCAA, doing anything during finals time is a no, no. I mean, it is a no, no. I mean, it's dead. You can't come. You know, they'll you know kick everybody out, whatever. But if you start moving bowl games up to December tenth, you're going to start putting football games in the middle of finals. You can't do that. Well, that's when you're going to find out if it's a student athlete or if it's an athlete first, because with all this money that's going in, and they're starting to get big checks, they you know are you now you're starting to turn into an employee, and you're going to do you know, and that's well, that's when. That's what's interesting to me about this whole thing. And that
2: might be, might be what's coming down the road is where they, they are deemed employees and they unionize. And, but even in a unionizing situation, I think one of the bargaining things you would say is, hey, look, if, if we have to maintain academic eligibility to play, we've got to be able to focus on finals week.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm mean, i with you. Um, that's going to be the pushback. Is, because the presidents are the ones that are going to be voting for this. So that's where the pushback's going to be. And then it's just a matter of time. Till somebody starts bitching about losing of recruiting time, because if you got, you know, your championship week, and then you got to turn around, you got a bowl game, you know, the next week or whatever it is, then you got signing day the next week. You didn't get anybody's living room.
2: Well, and part of the bowl thing—tell and tell me if I'm wrong. You, yeah. you've gone to bowls. Part of the bowl thing for the longest time was that it's a reward for the athlete; they get to go on a trip someplace. They get to, you know, it's not all serious. You've got used to be. You know, everybody said, well, you get 15 extra practices and stuff like that. I think that's quickly become less important than it ever was. But um, you want want there to be a reward. If they're turning around immediately after a a championship game and going to a bowl game in finals week, I don't know how much of a reward that is for anybody.
3: No. I mean, it wouldn't be – it'd be tough. I mean, especially if you had somebody – You know, (laughs) having to take a final. What they would end up doing was taking the finals online or whatever they're doing at the bowl site, and no, that wouldn't be a reward at all. So that sucks.
2: Uh, PC Rebel says, "Why do colleges need to play overseas?" Well, it's it's a reward for kids, and it's a free trip to. It's an experience. Like the ninety nine percent of them will never go overseas in their life. Northwestern spent their kids spent five or six days, I think, in Dublin. I mean, it had had to be a hell of an experience.
3: Yeah, Uh, I, I think it's cool.
2: Um, all right. So it also, they want to put dead periods in at the end of the season.
3: So right before the transfer portal comes open,
2: which is December the 4th this year. Is that correct? Fifth, I think. Okay. Right right in there. All right.
3: So at the end of that season, they're, they're, they're proposing a 48 hour dead period. So basically you can come instead of going immediately on the road to go recruiting, Mm Mm-hmm or where you end up at full moon barbecue in Birmingham before you get a phone call to get back on the plane and come back home. That, yeah. that that time period would be dead. Um so you can meet with your players and and basically either process them out or find out somebody's gonna leave and you'll kinda know what your needs are and the players can then enter the portal. Because if you don't have that dead period, then you you're gonna be on the road recruiting and you're gonna find out that your backup running back is now uh going in the portal and you're you're, you know, six hundred miles away. And I, not able to address it. I like that. I do too, but I think it needs to be more like a week. I don't think two days is is long enough. Okay. All right. I think it needs to be a little bit longer than that. Because you can't have a – got to meet with, what, 100, 120 players in two days? And there's going to be some some meetings that are going to be a little bit longer. I mean, th- those meetings take – I know I see Brendan in here. He's been a part of it. Those meetings are a week long, you know. It takes that long to do things because you're also trying to recruit and make phone calls and things like that you're not that's not the only thing you're doing during that time <clears throat> but I think it needs to be about a week
2: <clears throat> uh, moving the early signing period back five days here's the problem with that Tyler is that you move it back five days you basically move it to Christmas it's right now it's like December the 18th 19th You can move it back to Christmas Eve?
3: Yeah, they're talking about moving it back to the third, depending on the calendar, how it falls, right? But it's going to be the third Monday of December, okay? I think this is completely dumb. Monday or Wednesday? Third Monday. Really? Yes, specifically Monday. Um, Basically, they're giving you an extra five days is what it said, right? So I've been on this proponent, especially since the new trend, and this is the concern. We'll go ahead and talk about it here. Uh, Visiting with a lot of staffs this week. I did not bring this up. They brought it up to me. A lot of concern with the staffs around the country with the the portal window going open on December the 5th. And these kids aren't allowed to enter the portal right now. So there's going to be this massive inflection of portal guys on December the 5th. Well, you got signing day less than two weeks later, okay, this year. Well, and you got your guys going, your guys leaving, you got all these people coming in the portal, you got to go evaluate them. You don't have time to build relationships, yada, 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 the things that it takes to sign a kid, mm-hmm. especially mid year. So, what does that force you to do, Neil? It
2: forces you to tamper.
3: Forces you to tamper. And don't get me wrong, some staffs could care less, they're going to tamper anyway. But contrary to popular belief, there are staffs out there that actually like to follow the rules and try to follow the rules it makes them extremely uncomfortable. Well, I mean, I, I get the I get the
2: discomfort because if in an environment where everything's recorded, you get caught tampering and it goes viral or something, the NCAA probably has no choice but to do something. And so even though I don't think the NCAA has the, I don't think they have the taste for this blood. It's too much. And in, I'm going to defend them for a minute. Yeah you're asking a short staffed group hey on top of everything else we want you to we want you to investigate tampering i mean if you're in the meeting in the room there you're like god there's no way we, we you want us to investigate a 100 some odd programs that are tampering no so i don't think they have a taste for that there's already tampering i mean you're there's a lot of tampering happening even if it's somewhat unintentional there's a lot of tampering but I see what you're saying. If you if you make it where there's only ten days or so, it will just be chaos.
3: It's going it's going to be chaos anyway. I mean, there <clears throat> the levels that some of these staffs are going to right now in their I guess their college scouting departments. Essentially, what they are now. I mean, they're literally just looking at every kid in the country and trying to find players that you know, hey, let's call his high school head coach and see if he's Interested or not.
2: Well, and you have to have a, a really good working mm-hmm. knowledge of the entire country because when a kid jumps in, you've got to make a decision fast.
3: Yeah, it's actually – it sounds like a lot because of the uh, the geographical footprint of everybody, but if you really think about it, what are you looking at? You're looking at 130 schools, right? Yeah. Well, think about this. In, in a normal recruiting area, you're going to have between 400 and 600 schools to, your, to one coach, so it's really not – as bad as that. Now the footprint, because you know you may have two or three schools in this state or whatever, but uh, it's just a lot of work because the players are pretty all all the all players are pretty good.
2: So you think <laughs> they should just move the signing day back to February? It needs where, to go where back to, to February. To yeah. What about the early enrollees? They can still enroll early. Same
3: way we did it for yeah for the course years. of time, right? As is, is if you got an early enrollee, he signs a you know grant aid agreement, shows up the first day of class, and is yours. And then he just signs on signing day. Signs on Sunday, just like they did forever. Uh,
2: they want to allow contact with high school juniors, which has kind of been kind of been forbidden for a long time. You you couldn't you couldn't do that except in particular windows. You could do it on junior days. You could do it.
3: Well, they're talking about off campus contact. That's what I'm talking yeah. about.
2: That was that was when a kid came to your campus. You could obviously yeah. Spend you can do time anything on your campus, but this would allow coaches to get on the road and talk to high school juniors. In person.
3: Top five dumbest things I've ever heard come out of the NCAA's facility. Why? They're, here's, it goes back to NIL, right? They're trying, why did NIL, why did, I mean, I know it went to court, but why are they just turning everything loose? Because they can't figure out who's paying who. They can't, people have gotten too good. You can't prosecute it, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with this bump rule. They came down probably about, I don't know, I see Brendan, like I said, Brendan was in here a minute ago. Maybe he's still in here. They came in, I want to say it's five, six years ago, and they they were like, hey, they're gonna start hammering bumps. They're gonna take an emphasis on bumps. They're gonna hammer you if you have a bump. Now, what a bump is is I go to uh I go to, you know, Oxford High School over here. I'm going to see a senior. And then all of a sudden while I'm in there, this freshman or sophomore kid that's really good that I want to recruit shows up and I talk to him too. That's illegal. All right, and they wanna and they wanna stop that. Now I've been on the road many times, and I don't mind telling this because whatever, I'm out of it. I've been on the road many times where I would go see a kid and other coaches would be in a shut-door meeting during the spring with a underclassman. Highly illegal, okay? But am I going to tell on the guy? No. But if I didn't like the guy, I'd probably say something to him about it. It's Like, hey, dude, you need to chill out or whatever. You know, if it's in our area, whatever. Right? It depends on who the guy was, if we were going to have words or not. But – that happens a lot, a lot. Okay. And especially what where it got really out of hand is when they did the early signing day. Well, most of the power five schools are done with their recruiting class in December. Well, you got all this whole month of January that you're going on the road. Well, where where are you going to see? You're going to go see the juniors, right? So if I'm if I'm the D line coach at Ole Miss, okay, mm-hmm, sure, and I fly to Kansas to see a junior. I'm not just going to go in there and say hello to the coach and not wave at the kid or see the kid or whatever. Does that make sense? Like, sure. You've flown across the country to go make your face seen at the school. By God, I spent well, the school spent twenty five hundred dollars for me to come out here, and, and the kid's going to see my face. It makes sense. Yeah. So that's where all the bump stuff came into. So what they're trying to do with this is they're trying to. They can't legislate it because nobody's turning anybody in. They know what's going on. They can't prove a lot of them. Some of them they can. Some of them they can't. Coaches have gotten smart. And they're just saying, okay, you can go see it. Well, here's why it's a dumb idea. When And you've seen this. When you get to what we call the hot list, these are the guys we're recruiting. When it's the seniors, man, we got this thing down to like 50. Yeah. Our junior list, I, I asked Clay and Connor this morning, I said, like, what was our last junior list? I mean, it's 300, 350. Yeah. All right? Because you're trying to find out, do I want them, do I not, this yeah. and that. Well if I don't go and see that kid, somebody else is and I'm gonna fall behind in recruiting yeah and so now I got all this pressure to go see do home visits with these juniors and go see them in person and it's not 50 kids it's 350 it, kids It's ridiculous right yeah and so and that's at a SEC program. <clears throat> imagine being at a group of five level or a, you know a mid major uh, you know a central Florida or somebody like that that you now your, your list is at 500 600 kids. And you feel like if you don't go and get this kid seen, you're going to fall behind in recruiting. It's a terrible idea. Because now all these resources you're having to spend, the time you're having to spend, you think recruit coaches are burnt out now in recruiting?
2: Sure. And I know fans, fans go, I don't care. They make a lot of money. It's a great job. No, you, 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 you should care. You, you also don't want to continue. The calendar is sped up enough, as it is in my opinion. You don't want to speed it up more. It's going to lead to more mistakes. It's going to lead to more kids not getting opportunities that they would have gotten. It's just, frankly, the calendar the way it is right now is a little fast. But it's okay. But if you speed it up more, you're just going to create a chaos that's not necessary.
3: Yeah, it's completely So don't you anticipate that that's what they're
2: hearing? Right? To the NCAA's credit, they're putting this out and getting feedback.
3: Yeah, I want to say that too before I forget. I want to and I, I look, I'll call a spade a spade, but when they when they do something right, I like I don't get a chance to give them props too much. Sure. The one thing that I guess as a fan uh I would be excited about is the NCAA took this calendar and they basically floated it to all the people actually working in recruiting. Yeah. So now that finally, this is maybe the first time that I can ever remember that they actually said, Hey, look. You guys that actually do this shit for a living, why don't you look at this and see what you think? And so they're able to poke holes in it and and do things. And and to their credit, and I want to give Jim Phillips, who was the commissioner of the ACC, Mm -hmm. and he's got his as much as he's got on his plate right now, he's the one that's in charge of this, and he made the decision to do that. And I thought that was great, and shockingly, it really didn't come from the NCAA. I guess we got to give him credit, but it came from a commissioner in the ACC. So good for him, man. It's, it's about time that they did some stuff like that.
2: Sure, absolutely. All right, the other thing you have is prohibit coaches from visiting transfers on campus of their school. <laughs>
3: yeah. So right as the rule states right now, let's say uh, this happened this past year, by the way, um, uh, into a, in a town not so far, far away. When you got kids in the portal, all right, so let's say there was a kid. Let's just happen to say there was a kid at Ole Miss in the portal. Okay. And another SEC school comes to see him. Okay. That guy lives with people. He lives with other college players. And so college coaches were going into these houses and basically, hey man, hey the coach at uh give me a school. Kentucky. A coach at Kentucky's coming in uh tonight and so all the players that were interested in maybe possibly transferring would show up at his house. Oh, got it. And those kids are not in the portal and now you're getting more kids talked into going into the portal. Does that make sense? That happened a lot, okay. But it's a recruiting trip on kids that aren't in the portal. But that's not on campus. No, it, it's in their. Some of it was in their dorm rooms. Okay. Yeah. No, some of it was and it's on campus housing or but whatever. What, you what call if it.
2: they? What if they met at a restaurant?
3: It's still a legal contact. It's still it's it's still a violation if they had a recruiting conversation was with a. Another school's kid that wasn't in the portal, that's a major violation. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good rule, good for you, because that that was going on a lot across the country. That's why some of these schools had five kids in the portal, and then all of a sudden next week you had 20.
2: Interesting. Yeah. All right, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with the challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, <clears throat> excuse me, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. I've used therapy as a way to handle stress, clear negative thoughts. It was a life-changer for me. If you're thinking of uh, giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable. It's entirely online get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey switch therapist anytime when you want to be a better problem solver therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com slash mpw today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better h e l p.com slash m p w and we're also brought to you by uh, clean side wipes they're the epa 2021 safer choice partner of the year they're uh they kill COVID in 30 seconds. It's the only one on the market. It's a broad-spectrum, hospital-grade, antimicrobial efficacy, citric acid-based, no harsh chemicals, simple one-step, no rinse, cleaning, and disinfecting. Removes film left over by harsh chemicals such as ammonia, bleach, and alcohol. It has the lowest toxicity rating allowable by the EPA, which means it poses the lowest risk to the health of employees, patients, students, customers, or the environment. Clean side germicidal wipes deliver powerful efficacy against pathogens without the potential harmful effects of other chemical disinfectants. All in one easy to use wipe. It's great for schools, daycares, nurseries, hospitals, long term care facilities, office buildings, households, and more. It's uh, available in wipe and ready to use spray. To learn more, contact my friend Todd Abbott at wipesandgloves at gmail.com. That's Wipes, W-I-P-E-S, and gloves at gmail.com. com. you know what time it is? It's time for some picks.
3: Make it rain. <laughs> It's time. Oh, crack them out. Are we yep. going to go NFL first or are we going college first? You
2: know what? It's up to you. You won last week, so you get to pick.
3: I mean, let's go NFL because I know Grind is ready to go some NFL stuff today. And then, because we got, we'll talk about college probably till we get out of here.
2: Okay, let's do NFL first. Five NFL games each. All I, right. I went. What did I go one and four in the NFL? You went one and four. Yeah.
3: I'm. If I'm nothing, but I'm consistent, I've gone two and three, two and three. So I was
2: abused last week. You were. I was. I was abused.
3: We had a lot of social media fun with you this week, being abused on the on the Ravens game.
2: There. There would be. Um, there would be a, an investigation into what happened to me if this were in a different way i mean it was bad
3: yeah you got sandusky three times (laughs) (laughs) all right here we go all right three times hey that's just how it goes all right i'm doing i have uh i have burned sage i have done (laughs) seances yeah i have uh spun around flipped a coin asked uh my dog i've gotten A new system that I'm going to try this week to see how it works out. All right, here we go. My first game is the Bills, the Buffalo Bills. Yes, sir. We're going down south to play my fighting Harry Potters, the Miami Dolphins. Mm -hmm. The Dolphins are six-point underdogs. Yep. I'm taking the Dolphins plus six against the Buffalo Bills. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that.
2: I am so glad to hear that. Because I am taking the Buffalo Bills from now until the end of the damn season. I'm laying whatever the hell I got to lay. If they're going to play the way they've been playing the first two weeks, I will lay six in Miami. Josh Allen, the Bills, they look like damn beast right now. Give me the Bills. I'll lay. You had six. I had five and a half. Whatever. I'll lay six points. I'll lay six points. Buffalo minus six. At Miami, I'll start counting my money on that one.
3: Wow. You know what happens the last you know what happened the last time you went on this spiel, right? You know, you you like to live in the past lot.
2: <laughs> I'm a future, I'm a person who lives in the present. I learn from the past
3: and take that into the present.
2: Dude, I, I'm telling you, man, my
3: guy's gonna my guy's gonna cast some spells on Josh Allen. That's what's gonna happen. You're
2: gonna need more than a spell.
3: What's the What's the Harry Potter? I, I get him Is it uh, Dorse? What, what the hell's I don't remember. Gryffindors. Gryffindors. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. He's going to put some spell on the on Josh Allen and, and he's going to cover six points. All right. All right. My second game. <clears throat> You're going to start seeing where I'm going with my sage burning here. Okay. Okay. My second game, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, all right. Are going to Boston? I don't have this one. And they're playing, the Madden playing play callers of the New England Patriots where they have defensive coordinators calling plays for the offense and they have special teams coaches coaching quarterbacks. And I'm taking, by God, I'm taking the New England Patriots plus three at home against the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. I don't hate that. I may even put a damn money line on it on Sunday. I think they're going to win the game. New England will. First home game in Boston they're going to poison the chowder
2: it's foxborough
3: same thing right well no it's not boston but in in the suburb it's close yeah i've never been so i don't know
2: it used to be spelled foxborough f-o-x-b-o-r-o-u-g-h and then they changed it to foxborough f-o-x-b-o-r-o they literally
3: changed the spelling of their city
2: yeah i wonder why uh, are you serious yeah probably because people we've dumbed down don't make people spell it's like ah just whatever
3: you're shitting me. No, I'm totally serious. They changed the spelling of a city. Well, I mean, the, the, what's the way it's listed? This is like, like in in recent times, I don't
2: know whether they've actually changed it or what, what the deal is, but like people used to call it Foxborough, and that's the way it was spelled. Like I would when you read a Dateline from a Patriots game, it was Foxborough. Okay. B O R. Now it's Foxboro.
3: Yeah, didn't get that one. All right, what you got, boss?
2: You know, a team was good to me last week.
3: It only, has, it's only could be one team. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a team was good to me last week. And I think they're going to be good to me again. I like the Jacksonville Jaguars getting seven on the road against a Chargers team that beat up. Justin Herbert's beat up. Mm. No one's exactly sure what mm. his situation is.
3: Some bitch is going to play.
2: I'm going to take my seven points. I think, the Jags, <laughs> I think the Jags are easily the most improved team in the NFL. Yeah. And now they're playing I'll with some confidence. Playing with a little confidence. They're going to go out there. They're going to be
3: jacked up to play the Chargers. They're going to cover the seven. Hey, on that game, what do you think the odds are that the same doctor that gave Tyrod Taylor the shot in the ribs <laughs> gives <laughs> – you think he's anywhere close to Justin Herbert on Sunday at about – 11. What time's the game? Is it 3 o'clock again? I would assume. All right. So, about the 255 mark, do you think that doctor's anywhere close to Justin Herbert? The one that punctured the lungs of. You remember that? That's why Tyrod Taylor. That's why Justin Herbert is Justin Herbert. You didn't remember that? Yeah. I mean, the doctor comes in to give him a shot in the ribs because he had bruised ribs. Yeah. And he punctures Tyrod Taylor's lungs. I know. I've never heard that happen. It's incredible. I bet that dude. I well, bet he. Taylor's suing. I bet he has his license revoked in that. I bet he can't come in SoFi Stadium. Shouldn't
2: Taylor win that suit? Yes.
3: I mean, that's yeah, – the Yeah, I mean, because they don't – to my – now, I don't know what's in the contracts and the NFL contracts and all that, but I can tell you from a college standpoint, you don't sign any kind of medical waiver if they give you malpractice. So, yeah, I imagine that's not – because that cost him – dude, he could probably sue for loss of earnings too because, I mean, he was the starting quarterback. Well, he did.
2: He did. He sued He sued for it. It's at least $5 million. Yeah,
3: he, he, they should double it. All right. My third game, Neil. Okay, you're gonna start seeing a pattern here. The New York, the New Orleans Aints. Okay. The Aints mm-hmm. that ain't got no offense or a quarterback mm-hmm. are going to Charlotte. Charlotte mm-hmm. to play my boys at Carolina. Yep. Carolina is a three-point dog to New Orleans. Oh, is it three now? It's three. I had it at two and a half. Yeah. Okay. Three three points. I checked it right before I came. Okay. I'm taking Carolina plus three at home against the Aints of New Orleans that ain't got no offense.
2: Well, as you can see, I had that game as well, so I'll kill the suspense here. I am also taking the Carolina Panthers. I'll take three. I was going to take just two and a half, but if you're going to give me a half point, yeah. cool. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take the Panthers plus three versus the Saints. I did not like a lot of what I saw from New Orleans last week. Beyond the fight and all that, I, Jameis is hurt. They're playing him anyway, which tells me they got nobody behind him. And I just don't like a lot of what I see from them. They, they they, look like a team that the window has closed. And sometimes you don't know that the window is closed until you realize that it's fully closed. You think it's open, and you go to open it, and you're like, nope, just it's locked. Shut. It's, it's shut. <laughs> I think the – they – And I don't blame them for this. They went probably a little too long with Drew Brees. It was sentimental. Probably two years. Two years. It was sentimental. He won a Super Bowl. He probably saved the franchise in New Orleans. He's a a revered citizen there. He made it home. He gave back. All of that stuff. I I 100% understand it. But I think they're paying for it this year.
3: Yeah, I, I do not disagree with you. I th- they got to get a – I was shocked that they didn't try to make a move and and that quarterback, but whatever. It's not my business. All right, my fourth game, Neil. Yep. I'm going to get off my cue here for a minute. This is the one I'm going to go with the way I have used to be betting. This is mm-hmm. my one game I'm trying on my own. By the way, can we bet the Monday night game? Uh, I guess we can, but it, it's Monday, it'll be after our show on Monday. Okay,
2: the Monday night. Is that is Dallas and the Giants the Dallas Monday night?
3: Dallas and the Giants are – Dude, they're a night game. I, want to I say think it's, it's Monday, Monday night. night.
2: Okay. Monday night or Sunday night. I, I won't, I won't bet it. I'll just tell you one of my games was going to be the Cowboys plus one at the Giants. I think Dallas is beating the Giants. Really? I do.
3: Okay.
2: And I'm I'm happy for Giants fans out there, but it feels like fool's gold.
3: They're two and O, dude. I know. And
2: I don't I don't, th- I don't
3: think they can block
2: Dallas defensively. I don't think they can score on Dallas.
3: But here's the thing. Let me ask you a question. If Parsons doesn't play in that game, when you look at look at what happened with I think Cincinnati's in trouble. We'll talk about Cincinnati in a minute. But yeah. if Cincinnati when they when they don't have a dominant defensive end on the other side, I like Cincinnati. So I think they're I would probably, I'm probably gonna bet them on my own, just not on this one. But okay. uh, I'm not. I don't know, man. I, I can't. I
2: can't. I can't bet on the Bengals right now.
3: I'm not. But I'm just I, saying I mean,
2: until they until they look somewhat adequate on the offensive front. I can't bet on the Bengals.
3: I haven't decided on the Giants game yet because it's a Monday night game. I'll, I will bet it. I just don't know which, which way I'm going yet, but I'm probably leaning Giants on the, on the at home. All right, so the game, I'm, I'm, my fourth game, I'm going get to on, get on my old uh, way here, but the Packers are going to Tampa Bay. The Packers are one-point dogs. So I'm laying the one. I'm taking the Packers plus one against tampa bay when i bet it on my own i'll probably do money line because i'm not giving a point i'll just take the money line to see if they win or not okay uh it's the same thing for me um dude i think tampa bay's in trouble i don't know what in hell hell's going on down there they got mike evans is going to be out they got guys hurt yeah. julio jones doesn't know if he wants to retire or he wants to play receiver every time he gets a scratch on his knee now julio went from being one of the toughest son of bitches on the planet to being soft okay like if you're not if you're not well enough to get your knee bumped in practice and you can't play then you probably should retire He's got his money. Retire. Yeah. Okay. And Tom Brady, look, I the GOAT. Love him to death. Have you seen pictures of this guy lately? Yeah, something's something's up. I mean, the dude is look like looks like Skeletor, man. His face is going off. I mean, he looks he's aging for the first time ever. He looks he's looking old. Well, he is old yeah, for but, a football season. But he didn't last year. No, but Father Tom gets everybody. He's like the dude from uh Indiana Jones and in the uh when they, he goes and drinks the wrong the wrong glass of the Holy Grail and he starts aging, that's what he looks like.
2: It's, it's just not a game meant to
0: be played by men in their mid-40s. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data
3: He's taking Wednesdays off for personal time. Now, apparently, there are
2: multiple bucks who get Wednesdays off.
3: No, veterans. I get Wednesdays off, but for personal time. Sure, kiss my ass. You personal time's an off season. The NFL is not for everybody. It's not. A, it's not a free league. Okay, you're either on the team or you're not. Get your ass to practice and well, either and either go through and mental the, reps or not. And the quarterback needs to be
2: there. Dude, you're Even supposed if, to be the captain of the team. Yeah, you're right. Even if the quarterback says, "Hey, on Wednesdays, I'm not
3: going to throw. I, I need to save the fastball." Cool, ball. cool. But be there but, and be a leader. Right. Be you're, at practice. There's a reason that sees on his chest. I, I agree. Earn it. And I know you're the greatest, and you don't have to prove anything to anybody. But, but if you're going to play, you. be oh, the best. you're talking about Tom yeah. again. I'm sorry. But I mean,
2: let's go. All right. My fourth pick. I don't like what I've seen from the Denver Broncos and i do like what i've seen from the 49ers.
3: <laughs>
2: Listen, nothing against Trey Lance.
3: He sucks.
2: But the 49ers improved so much via injury.
3: I mean, that's not that's not we're going to have that conversation here in a minute too, but yeah, you're not wrong.
2: My boy Jimmy G looked the shoulder looks a lot better. Some of the throws that he was having a hard time making last year with the shoulder, the shoulder got repaired. And whoever did the surgery, I think, did a pretty good job <laughs> because he had his fastball back. He's never going to be an elite arm, but he's he's a leader. They responded to him. He took them to the NFC title game last year. He did. They went. I saw it. I watched the game. <laughs> they were there. He was the quarterback. They almost beat the Rams. They almost went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. I've got San Francisco minus a point and a half at Denver.
3: I'm looking at that. Did you see his contract, like what? Like when he plays now, if they like he made $350,000 in bonus money?
2: Look, we said this on the show this morning. I'm going to say it again. He's in a great spot. He's in the catbird seat. because one He's of, getting paid in off season. One of two things is going to happen to him in the offseason. Either the Niners are going to go, hey, we've got to figure out what we do about Lance. We'll figure it out. But, Jimmy, you're our quarterback. Or the Niners are going to do the thing where they go, hey, we're too far in on this. We've got to make Lance the starter. We've got to do this. At which point Jimmy's going to go, hey, cool. And there's going to be about 10 teams that will make you our starter. Here's a contract for whatever, bunch of money. So if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, just play well. Be a good soldier. Play well. And at the end of the year, it's all going to work out. You'll either stay in San Francisco and be the guy, or you'll end up in New Orleans or Carolina or I don't know, wherever. There's Tampa. Tampa. Tampa's a possibility. Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers might go, you know what, I'm not doing this any longer. Who knows? Yeah. I have no idea. But there will be opportunities for him in other markets to go be the, the, the giants. They could leave the Daniel Jones thing behind. They could take who knows.
3: Yeah, he's actually playing smart he right is. now. He's, he's not, not playing. He's not losing games.
2: Uh, Dable and them are doing a good job of of not putting him. They're they're not asking him to do anything other than just manage the game, and he's doing a pretty good job
3: of it. I love Brian. I love me some Brian Dable, by the way. Yeah, he's good. Because he, so, he's not scared of getting somebody's ass.
2: But Garoppolo they need but Garoppolo's a good quarterback. This this whole thing about oh he's he's mediocre he's this he's that no he's not. He's a little better than that. He's okay. He's not great. He's not he's not the top of the five, top five guys in the league or anything. But they got better. Oh. Last they got better last week.
3: Yeah, I mean I don't know how you bench the guy to begin with, but that's what happens when you got GMs and head coaches that. It's this draft. They they invest their reputation on taking the guy and it didn't make them any better. But. All right, my last game, Neil, my last NFL game. Okay. The Seahawks are playing the Falcons.
2: Oof. Woof.
3: How about that game? Woof. I will be the only one watching it. Um, they might, No, you won't because it's the NFL. They may, uh, Lots may of people will be watching it. The only way I'm going to be able to see it will probably be on NFL Red Zone, and they may not even want to show the clips. But at that time, I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks minus two at home versus the Atlanta Falcons. All right, so interesting enough, so the Falcons, when they went, out, they went out to the West Coast to play the Rams, right, and they're back on the West Coast again this week to play the Seahawks, they don't go home. They have to stay out there for two weeks. Yeah. So I'm going to say that that has an effect. They're going to play in the 12th, man. That's a tough – not a lot of NFL teams do well in this model. Um, but it's actually better than going back across the country and coming right back. Uh, this happens a lot in the NFL. Um, I think it's difficult. I'm taking the Seahawks minus two. I don't know how. I just like it. Okay, that's my NFL picks for the year. All right, for the
2: I'm, week. I'm down to two games for my final pick. We'll talk through these and then I'll pick one. All right. I li I, I've I've been on the Guardians for two weeks in a not Guardians. What are they called? What are co- the Commanders.
3: The Washington Commanders. Yeah,
2: I was thinking about teams that switched
3: names. I'm having a tough time with the Cleveland Indians and the Guardians.
2: Yeah. I I, I like the Commanders plus six and a half against Philly. Philly looked really good the other night, and we're having a little bit, in my opinion, a little bit of an overreaction to them looking really good the other night at home against the Vikings. And the Vikings are a team that if you told me that by the end of the season we look up and go, man, they're really good at home and they are really shitty on the road, I could buy that completely.
3: How bad was Kirk Cousins that other night? He was terrible.
2: And how much of that was the Eagles' defense? How much of that was Kirk Cousins being terrible? Philly looked great. Like Jalen Hurts, that's as good as Jalen Hurts has looked in an NFL uniform in a long time. Some of that is because Jalen's worked his ass off. Hell,
3: any uniform.
2: And 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 some of that is because they, he has weapons now.
3: He does that.
2: And so when you have weapons as a quarterback, you look better, especially if you're doing your part, and he has. Jalen. Jalen looked terrific. But it's a quick turnaround. Against the Washington team that's pretty good on defense. Then the other game that I like, and I think I like this one more, Arizona beat the Raiders last week. Believe me, I saw it. It was
3: – It was your walk and see Alice commercial.
2: It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was like, here, haul this tub up the, up the hill. Jump in the cold water.
3: Did you drop your soap on the way to get in the tub?
2: So, apparently. <laughs> I'm still hurting. Um – I like the Rams minus three and a half at Arizona. Am I crazy? I mean – You like the what now? I like the Rams minus three and a half at Arizona.
3: I don't – I can't figure the Rams out.
2: Well, they won the Super Bowl. I'm
3: talking about this year. Yeah. I can't figure them out. They don't know what they want to do in the run game. They haven't decided who they want to play at running back. Fantasy people are losing their mind because you don't know who to play at running back. Um, And the passing game – same thing, Stafford's elbow. They're, they're either really – I mean, they're a very inconsistent team, but, I mean, shit. I don't think that – I'm not on Arizona. No, they I'm, and they have
2: owned Arizona.
3: I, I'm not a I, – I think the Arizona – the fad's coming to an end out in the desert. So, I, I think they're going to be a, a 500 team at the end of the year. All
2: right, well, I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Rams. I, th- I think there's enough there. Um I'll make that my fifth pick. The Los Angeles Rams, minus three and a half at Arizona. So my picks are Buffalo, minus five and a half. Carolina, plus two and a half. Jacksonville, plus seven. The Rams, minus three and a half. And the Niners, minus one and a half.
3: All right, my picks are the Dolphins, plus six at home against the Bills. New England, plus three at home versus Baltimore. Carolina, plus three. So you get the extra half point. Make sure you get on that. Carolina, plus three at home versus the Aints. Um, Packers on the road, plus one at Tampa Bay. And the Seahawks, minus two at home uh, versus the Falcons.
2: All right. Good enough.
3: We're talking about grind?
2: Quick reminder that we're brought to you by Rain. Total body fuel each and every uh, two two shows a
3: week. I'm already empty, boss.
2: Do you need another? Are you okay? I can get it. 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at rainbodyfuel to learn more.
3: All right, is it time to go to our our bread and butter?
2: Yeah, it's time. You're damn right. Are you ready? I was born ready.
3: The road to Boise.
2: Yep. So far, I'm I'm I need to be almost thinking about making reservations. I was already looking at big money lines, but I'm not there yet. I got time. I got, okay. I, got I
3: got I've got a few weeks before oh, it's not, panic. It's time. It's not panic time yet. Yeah. It's still we're still in the you know we're in the middle we're in like start of the second quarter where you got you, you can still stay in your game plan. Stay keep keep the course running run, run gameplay action. Yep. All right. All right. I'm gonna let you go first. Okay. Um, I, I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna stay consistent here. Um. I've really liked what I've seen from Oklahoma so far this season. Uh, I like them at home. They're only giving twelve and a half to a Kansas State team that, eh, they're fine. They're not particularly multidimensional. dimensional um, I love this. I think it's a blowout. Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma minus twelve and a half at home against Kansas State.
3: We have not talked. Is that correct? We have not talked about this. No. Neil, my first pick. Yes. Although it is the recently minted as of Wednesday new the newest Quick U client, the Kansas State Wildcats are going on the road. Yeah. And playing an one of the original Quick U clients, the Oklahoma Sooners. Oh, this is, so Quick, this is Quick U versus Quick, Quick U. Quick U
2: versus Quick U. You usually stay away from those.
3: I usually stay away from these. But by God, we're not today. You doing know what? Your,
2: your business is growing so much that you're it's I, it's, it's, I, it's inevitable. Inevitable. Yeah, I'm yeah. having a
3: tough time. So, hopefully no one in Manhattan, Kansas is listening today because I am also taking the Oklahoma Sooners minus 12 and a half against the fighting Manhattan, Kansas, Kansas State Wildcats. All right. Appreciate you being a client, Kansas State. Let's go. Okay. All right. With Connor, my- I'm on about 5,000 today. I'm ready to go. With my
2: second pick, and I love this. I just – I'm just going to love, I love this pick. And if it, if it goes bad – I'll just I I'd make it a hundred times. Okay. Gimme the Clemson Tigers minus seven at Wake Forest. I think the guy at Wake does a great job. I don't know if they're a client or not. He does a great job. Clemson is. But they don't have the athletes to match up with Clemson defensively. This game is always a blowout. There's a reason for that. Give me Clemson minus seven on the road at Wake.
3: Yeah. And just so the fans know, I'm 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 not betting that I'm betting that one on my own. Um, I had a feeling that you were going about that one, so I I was trying to have some podcast fun here. But I do love, love, love that line. Um, and the the whole point is, you know, Clemson's D line. What what Wake Forest tries to do offensively, and it's not a good matchup for them. It's a terrible matchup it, it, for Wake. It's, it's
2: really their worst matchup.
3: Yes. Now they may cover and all that stuff, and we look like assholes, right? But. On paper, and what you see on film, what your eyes see, everything on paper, everything matches up. This should be a, I would say, maybe a 21 to 28-point win uh, by Clemson. So, That's what I think, too. Yeah, I, I like I like that one. Yeah. All right, Neil. Yep. My second pick. Okay. I'm all ears. Grind, here we go, boys. The Missouri Tigers. Oh, God. How can you put
2: anything on this weird-ass game?
3: I'm about to tell you. Okay. The Missouri Tigers are rolling into Jordan-Hare Stadium on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Auburn is favored by seven points.
2: Is it up to seven? Yeah. Okay.
3: But, Neil, I'm not betting the line. Oh, you're going under. The over-under is at 51.5. That's going to require one of these two people to score 27 points? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's not happening.
2: Oh, I like this a lot.
3: I mean, Missouri scored, basically, they scored 34 last week versus Abilene Christian, and one of them was on special teams. So they managed to score 27 points against Abilene Christian. hmm Against La Tech. La Tech, the same La Tech that's going to Mobile and is two touchdown underdogs. I know. They didn't score 27 offensive points in that game either. They were all turnovers and short fields and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, by gosh, I'm going with the fighting Robbie Ashford's and Holden Griners are going to find a way to punt the ball 46 times my man Eli Drinkwitz is going to be all juiced up. He's coming here throwing reverse passes and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. We're going three and outs, both sides. I'm going the under 51 and a half. I love
2: that. I, I, I wanted to make fun of you, but that's a, that's a really good pick.
3: Nobody can get the 27, right?
2: I'd be stunned from what I've seen. I mean, maybe the, the freshman for Auburn comes in and just lights the world on fire and a star is born. I mean,
3: other than- I have heard good things about the kid. But, like, in my opinion, if you're that damn good, wouldn't you put his ass out there by now?
2: Well, you are to the point where if he's that good, someone looks up and go. goes, well, then where was he last week? Well. I mean, you know, what are we doing?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm going under if, on that one all day long. If you 99.
2: had to bet that game from a spread standpoint, what would you do?
3: Ooh, damn, are you putting a gun in my head?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, obviously this isn't one of your picks. But if, but if someone came down and said, you have to get this right, what would you do?
3: I would probably, honestly, I would probably take Auburn. And lay the points because I do, I, I do think that Auburn's going to have to run the ball and Missouri is struggling stopping the run right now. And what I've seen, um, it's going to be. There's such a sense of urgency there, but I mean, dude, I'm just I don't know. I mean, I, I would it'd be a total coin flip. I just I mean, Missouri's terrible at quarterback, man. They're bad. Terrible. Yeah. And. They actually have good skill players and like the receiver core is really good. Like Peeler's done an unbelievable job, but there's nobody out there to throw to him. It's like when you go watch these high school receivers that are really good and their quarterback, you know, they're in triple option offense. They can't throw the ball to anybody. So I don't know. I'm just taking, um, I'm taking the under 51 and a half. Okay. Grind, you like the under at 51 and a half? Let me know, man. All right. Uh, my next one,
2: I'm, this will be my final blue blood pick of the week, but I like this one. Uh, give me Ohio State at home, minus just nineteens, not much against a Wisconsin team that looks really mediocre to me. Wisconsin's got a big name. they got the fancy helmet that we're all used to, and everybody goes, oh, it's going to be Wisconsin, but they don't look like Wisconsin. This, this year they just kind of look like Wisconsin.
3: So Dude, give, I, me the,
2: give me the Buckeyes minus the 19 at home.
3: Love that pick. It was on my list. I'll be betting it uh... – I'll be betting it personally, but like uh, so you know they don't play every year, and I went back and looked, and but here's the thing is they haven't really changed they haven't changed coaches, they don't change style if you go back and look last time they played the final was like thirty eight seven I could see that again, I could too, you know what I mean, um, I really, really like that, hey, by the way, how about this the uh Brendan's girlfriends aren't in here anymore, but we can, now we have hey, now po- we have n f l bots, I know, hey. We're making it We're man.
2: making, we're making, we're, we're arriving. Making, we're making waves. Yeah, our, our numbers keep going up, so that's good.
3: We've, hey, they go, hey, look, look, The, <laughs> Brennan's girlfriends aren't working anymore. <laughs> Let's throw some NFL bots in there and see if that works. All right. Those are the bots you leave in there, right? Can you leave those in there? You could. I just, I just got rid of the bots. Okay. Not, not big on bots. All right. It's pretty cool, though. All right, here we go. It is. I'm doing it. Okay, I'm. I'm listening. The Florida Gators, oh, are going into Knoxville, Tennessee. They are this Saturday. Yes, two thirty CBS. Two thirty. The spread is at ten and a half. Tennessee is favored by ten and a half. Yep. Neil, you see this shirt I got on right now? I see it. I wore this on purpose. Oh, you are going to lay the points. Oh no, this is not vol orange, baby. We're going with gator orange today because it's the only orange shirt I own. All right? I'm laying – I'm taking Florida plus mm-hmm. ten and a half on the road in Knoxville. The last 17 years. I, I, who cares? No, I'm, I'm doing your stat because that's what you do to me all the time. All right? The last 17 years, Tennessee has won one time. <sighs> My man, Billy Napier, little-known fact about Billy. Uh-huh. Billy's dad, uh, God rest his soul, Billy's dad was a huge Tennessee fan huge, Tennessee. They grew up like 20 minutes from Knoxville, right? Okay. Their whole He's got a bunch of family members that are Tennessee fans. He's bringing the Florida Gators into Knoxville, and he's covering 10.5. I'm taking the Florida and the other reason I like it, because everybody else wants to lay the points. I'm going opposite. I'm taking Florida plus 10.5. I love it. Somewhere between now and Saturday, AR is going to find touch on the ball. They're going to go out and they're going to have throw water balloons at him and let him catch so he can get soft hands. He's going to find a way to throw some touch passes. They're covering the ten and a half. There you go, chomp them.
2: Okay, I don't have that game.
3: <laughs> what did you pick on your other one? On that one,
2: on on Neil's picks. Yeah, I, I took Tennessee and laid the points because I've watched these two. Teams. All right, better
3: yet, what did what did Chase say?
2: I can't remember. Jeffrey took Tennessee and laid the point. I mean, took uh, Tennessee and laid the points. I don't remember the. Don't others. tell
3: me Chase went the other way because now I'll get nervous. But anyway, I can't recall. All right, but i'm still i'm I'm standing by it. I'm taking the Florida Gators plus ten and a half get you some of that Ball Nation. okay You're not back yet. I saw the second half man that pit game, and i'm not I'm not ready. To, I'm not ready to jump on the Tennessee train yet
2: all right, now getting to the conflict portion of the uh, of the show where I've got some games that I like. I'm trying to decide if I wanna go on a game tonight and try to get myself off to a good start or if that would be bad juju if they if I got off to a bad start and I'd start dreading the rest of the weekend. Well it happened to me last Thursday.
3: I lost the Kansas City Chiefs game.
2: Yeah, you still won the weekend.
3: Yeah, but in large part because of what happened to me. Yeah, I mean I went on five Sunday. to six, it wasn't great.
2: I mean I need to file charges about what happened to me on Sunday. That was
0: Yeah.
3: I mean that was that was an assault. he
2: will get you a kit. <laughs> yeah. You go to the hospital. <laughs> So what happened was <laughs> see what <had> happened <laughs> was <laughs> But for right now hmm do I want to play so I got two home dogs that I'm looking at money lines
3: Oh you going to you going to go ahead and start your money line or are you going to take no, the points but on I'm, one No but I'm
2: thinking about taking the points on one and money, money line, line on the other Okay And then I have a game that I really like that's a big line though on what I think is going to be a pissed-off team at home against a bad team. Okay. And my gut says go there, and so I'm going to. I'm going to stick with my Purdue Boilermakers, and I'm going to lay 20 at home against FAU because I don't think FAU is very good, and Purdue's pissed, and they should be pissed. Probably a rough week of practice. which should be because it was what cost them was discipline. And that's the worst. It's one thing to lose because Kyler Murray just makes a great play. Yeah. It's another thing to lose because somebody fell down. Physical things.
3: Yep. Life happens. Right? Somebody pees an end zone. I mean. (laughs) But it's another thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on fire today, man. Let's go.
2: But to that point. Yeah. That's a loss because of discipline. Those are the worst losses.
3: Worse. They lost because
2: they couldn't stop talking. Yeah. They beat them on the field, but then they had to talk about it. And instead of kicking off from the 30, they kicked off from the 10. And those 20 yards got them beat. Correct. I think it's been a week. I'm going to take Purdue. I'm going to lay 20 points. The more I talk about it, the more I love it.
3: I actually like that pick. So, I'm with you on FAU. I think they're a lot better than FAU. I like that pick. Okay. It's on my list to actually bet. In the uh, personal there.
2: By the way, Chase had Florida covering the spread.
3: Oh shit! <laughs> he didn't do good last week, did he? Mm-mm. I don't care. Me and Chase are going to win. Chase, good luck to you. I, I, I'm feeling, I, I'm feeling froggy, man. I, I don't, I don't. I'm feeling good. Froggy? I'm feeling froggy. Okay. I'll give you another one. You know, if what you say to somebody is, is you know when they're. Uh, You ask them if they're feeling froggy and then jump mother, if they're getting crazy, and then they're saying nothing between me and you but air and opportunity, and I got all the air. All right, here we go. My fourth pick. Okay. Or whatever pick this is. It's your fourth? The Notre Dame Fighting Irish are rolling into Chapel Hill.
2: Oh, this is a weird game. What's the line on this,
3: like two points? One and a half. One and a half. North Carolina. This actually started out with Notre Dame being favored. Moved very quickly to North Carolina being favored by a point and a half. I'm laying the point and a half on the Tar Heels. I think Notre Dame's offense is atrocious. Um, you know, they don't have any other anybody else to put in there but Drew Pine. And I like Drew Pine. I've known the kid since he was a ninth grade. Good kid uh, from Connecticut. But at the end of the day, they're going into Chapel Hill. This place is going to be rocking. You know, it's not every day you get Notre Dame to come to your place and things like that. I mean, I, when was the last time Notre Dame went to Chapel Hill ever? I mean, that place is going to be juiced. Didn't they go there? I thought they played up up north. I thought that maybe it was during the pandemic year they played there. I thought they played in Notre Dame, but anyway, I don't. Whatever it is, the yeah. place is going to be juiced. You know, they were probably triple masked the last time, and you couldn't hear them uh, the last time they came there. All right. So thank
2: God, by the way. Yeah. Because had they not worn the masks, we wouldn't even be having this game right now.
3: Yeah. Our next episode, we'll talk about triple masking in Seattle. We'll take you through the next three <laughs> hours. That's that take you through the next three hours. Oh, we got more NFL back. I want, I mean, whose girlfriends are these? All right, so – These might be the people that assaulted me last Sunday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what they say about criminals. They always return to the scene of the crime.
3: <laughs> oh, that's good shit. All right. I'm taking the Tar Heels minus a point and a half. I think they outscore them. I think uh, – I, mean, I think this is like a th- – 38, 42 to 20 game. I mean, I don't even think really? it's particularly close. Yeah. I like the Tar Heels all over Notre Dame. I think it's a bad matchup for Notre Dame. It's a bad loss for Notre
2: Dame if they lose this. They've got to start winning some games at some point. I, I, listen, Freeman's fine, uh, but they got to start winning some games here soon. I mean, Notre Dame's
3: not Notre Dame's not built to go 4 and 8. We're going to find out. I mean, it's going to be an interesting uh season uh for those guys. But I I like, dude, I like uh I like North Carolina minus one and a half a okay. lot. All right. All right. All right, so be your fifth I, game, right? I, yeah, and I really thought about West
2: Virginia minus two and a half at Virginia Tech. If something scares me about Vitek on a Thursday night, it's gonna get loud and Maybe crazy. Maybe the
3: coolest place to play.
2: It's awesome. Now they're they're not good this year, but they're desperate. So I'm gonna stay away from
3: that. I've already bet it personally, by the way. You bet West Virginia? I took – I had it. It was at – I got it on Tuesday maybe, right after the show. So it was Tuesday probably I got it. But I. it was at uh, – they were minus 120, 85, 120, whatever it was. I put 25 to win 20. That's all I did. I put money line West Virginia.
2: Okay. And I think West Virginia will win, but it spooks me a little bit. Because I think
3: West Virginia is the better football team. They are. It's a tough environment, though. It right? is. That's why I took my line to the points. So I'm going to go with home
2: teams the rest of the way.
3: Okay. A game that I love. I do.
2: I, I I I I won with this team in week one, and I I think they shake up the college football world on Saturday. Give me Oregon State plus five and a half at home. Against USC.
3: Have you lost your damn mind? I have not. Are you serious I'm right I'm totally now?
2: serious. Are you serious? I'm serious. They're really good at home.
3: Like, that's going to be one of your five picks. That's
2: one of my five picks.
3: Are you just you, – you are. You're trying to go to Boise now, right? I don't
2: want to go to Boise.
3: You're going to have – this is one nothing of those – hey,
2: nothing is Boise. I'm sure it's nice, but it's a little coastal Christmas, and the wife's already pissed off about this hey,
3: idea. this is one of those games that when you go to the press conference – that we have, and you, and you go, you know, look, the guys we came out, with played really hard. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, coach, can you explain to me the pick that you had when you took Oregon State over USC at five and a half points? Can you explain that call? And you go like, I, I have, you know, uh, it was my you, fault. Don't blame. It was none of the kids' fault. It was the the blame lies right here. Like cool. you're going to have to answer that in the press conference. Okay. And the, and you know who's going to be asking the question, yeah. Laura. Well, yeah. She's going to be asking the question. She's gonna ha- she's gonna sit here and go. Neil, are you telling me the reason that you're going to Boise, Idaho, is that you picked Oregon State to cover against USC? Mm-hmm. Five and
2: a half points. <sighs> Isn't that the line in five and a half
3: it right is. now? Yeah. It is. Okay. I don't like that one. All right. It's okay, though, because I'm fixing to pick one you don't like. Are you ready? Oh, I know where you're going. I know where My you're going. <laughs> fifth pick. Uh-huh. There's a little ball game down in Dallas this weekend.
2: I know it's costing me money.
3: That the McCready household is going broke, and what we need to do is, if y'all all all could hit the subscribe button and the like button, so Neil can have enough money to eat on this next week because he's spending a lot of money in Dallas this next week. We'd all appreciate that. Yeah, one of them's got a one of them's splitting
2: an Airbnb with a bunch of friends. One's at a hotel with a bunch of friends. Um, I anticipate I anticipate being asked for a little extra money because money's going to get spent in Dallas. It's a, people. Until you have connection to one of these two schools, you don't realize what a big deal this is from a just a party
3: standpoint. Yeah. It's kind of like the – and to me, it's, it used to not be like this, but it's kind of turned into the uh, Texas-Oklahoma of the SEC. Does it that make is. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It's a, it's a cool game for the students. They all go. Yeah. Forget the football part. I didn't realize how big of a deal it was –
3: on those carmen over i'm saying you're spending over a thousand dollars this weekend huh easy yeah easy right yeah like really easy yeah i mean realistically (laughs) i I don't want to think about it so make sure you hit the subscribe and like button please yeah there's 172 of you in here right now Hit that friggin' there we go we got one hit the like button get my get my guy you know you do, hey what you don't realize is you just bought my guy a gallon of gas all the way to down all the way to Dallas
2: if, if you want to super chat real quick we'll, <laughs> we'll do that as well um, it's gonna be
3: it's gonna be rough <laughs> all right so in the Texas A and M Arkansas game mm-hmm. the it's a Agg- really
2: interesting game
3: it's an interesting game yeah the Aggies are favored by a point and a half yeah Neil
2: it's gone down from two to two and a
3: half to two to one and a half yeah Neil. Mm-hmm. it's not enough, my friend. <laughs> it's not enough. And I know this is not going to be an emotional. Bingo. I know this is going to be an emotional for you. Yeah. All right. Texas A&M mm-hmm. all over Arkansas. Really? Yeah. I like them big. You like them big. Why? I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, here's all kidding aside. I think, in my opinion, no, I'm being serious. I was being funny. Okay. All right. All kidding aside, I think that uh, Max Johnson at quarterback, unlike a lot of popular opinions, I think it's going to make a a better offense. Not. A, I said it two weeks ago that that was the answer. He showed up last week, and everybody's like, "Oh, they didn't do shit." Da-da-da-da-da. He was okay. Let me tell you something. They played it. Look, people were – sleep. I heard. I heard you. I heard on the other podcast one of these days this week when I was trying to catch up. I was actually impressed with Miami last week. And I think Max Johnson made about five – I went back, I watched the film. I think he made five throws that would have been sacks weeks before that. I like him standing in the pocket. He can deliver the ball. He's not going to get them beat, okay? He's going to keep the chains moving, and people can hate on A&M all they want to. But here's the problem, and I know we're getting a little bit healthy at Arkansas, but I talked to you about this off the air today. Yeah, they got
2: a couple guys back on defense.
3: But Odom's having to do a lot more four down stuff than he's done in the past. Yeah, which is not a good sign, in my opinion, because that defense allows you to, and it's the same defense that Ole Miss runs now, same defense that Tulsa's running, TCU, yada yada yada. Right? That defense is is difficult to prepare for. Um, but he's kind of gotten out of it, and I think that's that's led to some issues. Um, dude, I, I don't know, man. I like I like A uh, and M probably by I'm gonna say fourteen. Oh wow. Yeah
2: be a big win for them if they win by 14 points
3: I like what DJ's doing on defense man and he's got players I'm a big DJ Durkin fan I've never actually I don't know if I even now. last year DJ
2: Durkin's defense got lit up by this offense
3: yeah but that had a lot in my opinion though mm-hmm. last year's issues and I've talked to you about this last year you think that was an old Miss personnel that was a person? personnel thing when Springer came back the defense magically got better I think it was a uh, the the uh, nickel they had last year. Uh-huh. I love that kid; it was fun to watch. He was like watching Mike Hilton for me. I love that kid. Did yeah. he make an NFL roster? He did not. How in the hell is that possible? I don't know.
2: He really fit that role incredibly well. Physical, yeah. like that
3: was good player, great player. I love watching him play. He was exciting to watch for me. I'm a football geek, but um, I, I love what they're doing, man. I think DJ Durkin's a real deal as a uh, football coach. Um, I'm I'm all over AM on this one. One of my favorite. Games of the week.
2: Wow, I'm I'm really surprised because this is not a game I would touch with real money. Yeah, I think this game's super tight. I think it's a fourth quarter. Who makes a big play? Who makes a stupid mistake? Game. <laughs> Charles, ahead. thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, the trolls are back.
3: They're they're loving us today.
2: They are. They they're they're here. Charles, thank you for the super chat. I will, uh, I will, I will make sure that uh, the girls are not aware of of the uh, the message. But I suspect uh, <laughs> they'll probably hear about it. Uh, well, there probably will be beverages. <laughs> no. Yeah, I saw pictures from last year's game. Um, I just remind, hey, take Ubers. Yeah. You know, be safe, be smart. Um, I don't know what I, if I had to bet this game. Mm. I don't. I wouldn't even know where to go on the over/under.
3: It's low. I. I mean, but, I would. I think it.
2: But Arkansas scored a bunch of points. Arkansas's three games. Everything's over. A and M's three games. Everything's under. Just the thing about it is that you just don't know what's going to give here.
3: Well, the consistent, the one consistent thing that you've gotten out of both these teams, A and
2: M's defense, is A and M's defense. But Arkansas's offense has been consistent. Otherwise, they lose last week. They've answered the bell offensively three times. The truth is, everyone said they would be so much worse on offense because Traylon Burks has gone. And the truth is, they're better. No, and they're more. They're more diverse on offense than they've no. ever been. Jefferson's playing better defensively. They've just been bad, and some of that is injuries, and some of that is personnel. They're getting a couple of guys back. I just don't know. It's really close. Yeah, um, and
3: Pittman covers. Yeah, I. Th- I don't know, man. I, I just got a feeling. Okay, rolling with it. All right.
2: So we're money line time.
3: It's money line time. I'm excited about my money line today.
2: Yeah, I'm not excited about mine. Um, But I don't hate it. It's a weird place to play for teams. A lot of teams go to this place and it just goes badly. I'm going to take the Washington State money line at home against Oregon. Oregon might be the team that is really good at home and not good away from home.
3: Are you really doing this twice in one and one podcast? You're going straight to the press conference right after this. Like you're not even gonna have the cool off time. Look, I get it. It's a plus two ten on the money line. Laura, if you're listening, I didn't not listening. I didn't have anything to do with this. Laura's not listening. I did not have anything to do with this. You you think Washington State has a chance to beat Oregon? Yeah. I do. Okay. I mean.
2: All right, give me your money line. We're making fun of me. Give me your oh, money it's, line. It's,
3: it's on right now. My money line pick. The Rutgers. I thought about this. Scarlet Knights. I thought about this. Are at home. Just across the pond from New York City and New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And they are playing the Iowa Hawkeyes. Yep. They are seven and a half point dogs at home. I thought, of, I thought about the under on this game. All right, so the under, as of today, it's is like, the lowest under in the history of college football.
2: It's like 34. 34
3: now. now. Yeah. Um, dude, all kidding aside, I'm taking I am Rutgers money line at plus 250. What's the Washington State money line? Did you look at that part up? 210. 210. So you're 210, I'm one 250. All right, here's the deal, all kidding aside. Okay, here's
2: the problem with this game, and I thought about it really yeah. hard, and this is not Iowa talking. Iowa's defense has been terrific. Yeah. Rutgers' offense has been plotting. How does Rutgers score against Iowa? That's the question.
3: Yeah, correct. So I really think this is like the two identical teams. Now I a little bit better, okay. But here's the look: if you want really free money, I guess you could take Rutgers plus seven and a half. Hell, I don't know if Iowa can score seven and a half points. I don't. I mean, they'll probably. If anybody could figure out how to score exactly seven and a half points, it would be Iowa. That's true. You know, hey, we're going to kick this extra point, and it's going to get stuck with half the ball being over <laughs> yeah. the crossbar. Yeah. Um, but I, it's, it's – it's for a plus 250, it is recipe for for value, betting value to take the money line. Oh, I agree with that. Because a team that can't score, okay, they can't score versus air. Like, they have four turnovers when they do, like, grid versus air. There's no defense. They turn the ball over four times to the invisible man. Okay, Rutgers the same way. They're they're good on defense. They're eh on offense.
2: That's putting it nicely.
3: Yeah, and their
2: offense is is not as good as bad. I'm
3: counting on like this like zero to zero game in the fourth quarter, and the Iowa punter has torn his groin because he's punted sixty six times, and he shanks one out of bounds. Okay. Rutgers is going to get up and run. Quarterback sneak twice, and we're going to figure out how to get a field goal off at the end of the game to win
2: three nothing. Three nothing. Yeah. All right. that, listen, that's not inconceivable. As crazy as that yeah. sounds, that's not a un, that's
3: not an unrealistic scenario. I just think it's good value from a money line bet. Um, and to be honest with you, I didn't see the only other like I could have got crazy with you, but if that's two fifty and Florida's plus two seventy eight at ten and a half, like to me. I mean, I can see Rutgers winning the game without even question because Iowa can't score. I mean, they scored 27 points against Nevada. Yeah. I mean, that's terrible, dude. I know they're Hawkeyes, but. I know. But. Now, that
2: was a weird night. Two weather delays and all that stuff. I mean, you just, there's, yeah, who knows?
3: Otherwise, they had scored seven points if it was a normal day. You know, Nevada was halfway back to the Reno. <laughs> Assault all week. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> no. I just, I like the value. I'm going Rutgers at plus two fifty. It's not bad. I don't hate it. Did you almost bet against your Hawkeyes mm-hmm. on the money line? Thought about it. Or I, thought about, I thought about hedging.
2: I thought about doing the money line and the under because I actually love the under. The problem with the under is anything that gets close to like an overtime or something, and you get over.
3: Yeah, the one thing you do have an advantage of the overtime saving you a little bit is the new rules. Right. Like, I don't think they would score touchdowns in overtime. they just kick field goals. They could. But, like, uh, so I did
2: look this up. Rutgers is just – Rutgers is every bit as bad offensively as Iowa is.
3: Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. And they really have – they played Boston College. They beat Boston College 22 to 21. Yeah. And, but they're all, they are undefeated. And Shiano's – like, Shiano has got his – he's a tough dude now.
2: Oh, these are two tough physical teams. Yeah, this is not yeah, – yeah.
3: his mentality has taken place on his players, and he's won there before. They're going to be excited um, to host this game. I, I just, oh, sure. I, for a home dog, I'm I'm all over it. Okay. All right, you want to go over a couple – before we get out of here, you want to go over a couple more games that yeah, we sure. didn't bet that yeah, I like? We'll,
2: we'll touch a couple, sure.
3: All right, so in my pool, curious to see your uh, response to this and, and the uh, chat's response. I like the Baylor – Iowa State under 46.
2: I thought about this game a lot, too. And I thought about I thought about the under. I thought about the Baylor money line. I think Baylor's a little better than Iowa State, but Iowa State's good at home.
3: Yeah. It's a tough place to play.
2: Tough place to play. Two really good coaches. I just stayed away from it because it was just, you could tell me multiple outcomes. I'd be like, yeah, I could see that.
3: I like you know Baylor's struggling a little bit of offense, which is shockingly. I mean, because I thought the uh, shaping kid looked good at the end of the last year when he came in and in yeah. reserve. Yeah, not seeing that, and they and they put all their eggs in his basket. They did, and I really haven't seen that development in your You know, for the next year, mm-hmm. surprise me. They'd probably like to have that back. Yeah, but that's why I went. Well, I was going to go with the under there. I've already told you about what I'm taking West Virginia over Virginia Tech tonight. Yeah, I'm probably I'm regretting about that already. All right, here's a game that nobody's going to talk about. That I'm, I'm kind of like almost like I'm, I'm having like buyer's remorse already. Is it too late to change? It is. So never mind. On which one? Uh, you can change. I, can I change? Absolutely. I'll let you change because I don't want to be responsible. I don't right. want Laura mad at me because I didn't advise you. All right. Um, I'm going to. What are you changing first? I'm going
2: to. I'm going to get away from Oregon State. I'll go away from that. I'll stay with my money line. Okay. Because the Oregon State money line is only one ninety. Okay. And I'll go uh, I'll go West Virginia minus two and a half.
3: West Virginia minus two and a half. Just hey, let me look that up real quick for you. I think you I had it at one and a half. Okay. Unless it's changed. It was at I had it at one and a half at one time. This was yesterday, I think, when I wrote this one down. I'll pull it up while we're talking. You want me to pull it up real fast? I got, you got it right it? here. Okay. It's at two and a half. Okay. Um all right, Cole. So my man changed his pick, so make sure we get that noted. By the way, Cole's doing a great job. Cole's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cole has been doing the social media stuff for the last week or so, so if you guys make sure you give him a shout-out. He's doing a really good yeah, job.
2: Yeah, and, and do follow us on Twitter if you would, the, the uh, Siski. Yeah, watch Oregon State win now, and I'll be like, God, I'll, just, I'll <laughs> hate myself. I know.
3: Monday will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so sneaky, <laughs> sneaky game right here that I almost bet was in my pool. SMU is at home.
2: Oh, against TCU.
3: Against TCU, and they're getting two points, dude. SMU's got a squad.
2: Yeah, I didn't even understand
3: this line, but I kind of saw it and I went rivalry game, Metroplex stuff. I'm just kind of. I'm going to watch it here. The interesting part is, I don't know if this has ever happened. So you know, Dykes leaves SMU to go to TCU across town, mm-hmm. and so he's just going to play his all of the players. He's playing his own team. Yeah, that he recruited. Yeah. And he did a great job of assembling, assembling that t- that team. And now he's got to go play against them. And there's a under, and there's a f- small favorite, but he's got to go there. That's an interesting deal, man. You know, Fort Worth and Dallas and all that area right there. Sure. What is the official location of SMU's? Are they both for, considered Fort Worth?
2: No, no, no. SMU's in Highland Park, which is uh kind of the ritzy part of downtown Dallas. It's
3: more ritzy than where TCU is. Oh, yes. I've been to TCU. Highland once. Park's where uh, I've never been to SMU. George
2: W. Bush lives
3: ah. like if like Mark Cuban those kind of people
2: yeah I mean Highland Park is yeah
3: okay I have never been to the SMU's campus for whatever reason yeah but I like SMU there at home um we talked about that and then the one the last one I just couldn't pull the trigger on it but I'm probably going to because it's going to be late and the middle light will be flowing mm-hmm Utah you sounded like
2: George W. Bush when you said that
3: right there I've never been accused of that yeah um go ahead he's a little bit more educated than I am probably although hey. do I have a master's um Utah <laughs> minus 15 at Arizona State I
2: thought about this one too because Arizona State's in shambles
3: yeah I I don't I don't know man I I don't see them rallying around some new coach. They lost to the SCS school. I think the kids are trying to figure out where they're going next year. There's an NCAA investigation coming. Yeah, it's coming. a mess. It's a mess. If this guy at Arizona State turns around this thing around, he deserves probably deserves the job because there's – I mean, this is going to be a really uh, small list for this one.
2: So there's three other games that I liked Okay, that I didn't take. Yep. I like, don't love, South Alabama minus 13 against Louisiana Tech. Yep. Like it. Don't love it because – Tech's, Sonny's doing a good job there, and they're playing hard, and and they're they're improving a little bit.
3: I would have taken South Alabama and laid the points on that one.
2: That, that's what I would have done too. Yeah. I thought about Kansas minus the seven, seven and a half against Duke, but I haven't seen enough about Duke, and I just kind of keep waiting for Kansas to go. You know what? This is this is rarefied air, and we can't handle it.
3: Like Duke, I, I just, uh,
2: it's almost like the guy at Duke's doing a good job. Great job. Yeah. Texas A and M, right? Yeah, so I'm, I'm I, I stayed away from that one, and then the other one that I, I love, I'm not going to bet it this week because I don't do SEC games, but I think Ole Miss is going to blow Tulsa
3: out of the out of the water.
2: Yeah, I, I love Ole Miss minus the was it 19 and a half? To me, that's kind of it. Free. May have
3: gone up. I looked at that. Let's see what that one is. I got pull it pulled up right here. It's
2: kind of free money.
3: The the Ole Miss game.
2: Because I know people are like, oh, they're going to be looking ahead to Kentucky. I'm just telling you, this coaching staff is not looking ahead to Kentucky. 21 and a half. Is it up that much? Yeah. yeah. I still would lay them.
3: Here, here's what I looked at. The thing I looked at at the old Miss-Tulsa game was the over. And it's moved up to, I think it's up to, uh, it was at 62. It was at 62. Is it going up? I saw up? it, it's at 65 and a half.
2: Yeah, it's a little high.
3: Um, I do think this. Uh, I know we have a lot of Ole Miss fans saying. So I, I've watched. I went back and watched Tulsa's three games this week. I've, I've watched. I refuse to watch the Ole Miss Central Arkansas game. I refuse to. I don't blame
2: you. Um, I was there and wanted to strike.
3: Yeah. Um, I do think there's some interesting things here that fans would be cool into. I do think Tulsa is going to score some points. I don't know how many. The the let me tell you how many they're going to score as much as their offensive line is going to allow them to score because Tulsa's offensive line is. Eh, suspect. But they have good skill players. They do. They've
2: they have a handful of pretty good receivers. Yeah, three good receivers. Yeah.
3: I think they have three SEC quality receivers. Um, they're running back. They got a kid that's like two hundred and forty pounds at running back. He's like a poor man's Derrick Henry. Like
2: but, if you, a, a very poor.
3: Yeah. But if you get the if he gets going downhill, like you don't want to tackle the guy.
2: I mean he's food stamps, Derrick Henry.
3: <laughs> that's good.
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on.
3: No, I'm not. I don't want. To, I'm not trying to put him in that no, category. No, I, I'm, I'm saying running that. style. Yes. Okay, running. Let me rephrase that for somebody. Who goes. Oh, Siski said this guy was Derrick Henry. Yeah. He got five yard rushing. He's running style to where you don't want to let the guy get a running start. You want to make him make a cut in the backfield, move his feet in the backfield where he can't continue to go downhill. When he is effective is when he's able to get to linebacker level running full speed. And then he's 240 pounds, and you got to tackle a dude running full speed. Um. Yeah,
2: I had 45-17. I I think Tulsa scores some points. They're going to throw it a lot. The quarterback's a good player. Is that
3: 50-62?
2: Yeah. That's (laughs) why. I I just can't get him to 60. Anything more than that. Here's the thing from a coaching standpoint. Come fourth quarter if you're Lane and you've got a big lead, as much as you might want to keep running offense and stuff, you do have to think, hey, in less than a week we got.
3: Yeah, he's got to get the guys out.
2: I got a big big game here.
3: Um, Quarterback's a good player for Tulsa they got three good receivers, the running back, offense line suspect, defense. Here's the game within the game that I'm interested in. I'm, I'm actually plugged in to watch this because I'm a football geek. Mm-hmm. Is There's not many teams running this defense. Well, two of them are Ole Miss and Tulsa. So they run the same schematics, right? Right. Base. Um, there's some different things. Right, but, sure. And so for the fans that don't understand this, when you go against a defense that's similar like that, you know the, the couple plays that really get from an offensive standpoint – Schematically, which give that scheme problems, it may be a route combination, a run, a run, whatever it is. And I'm interested to see the schemes that Ole Miss comes up with an offense to attack it, and then Tulsa comes up with an offense to attack the scheme. Um, but I think you're going to see if your if your back back end can cover, you're going to get to see that. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah,
2: they they, they are they are going to throw the football. they're going to throw the football. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, they'll run it if you if you just give them the run. If you give them a, a numbers in the box. They'll run it.
3: Yeah, they gave they gave uh, um, whatever the MAC team they were playing Northern Illinois was it who they played? Yeah, they were they gave them fits a little bit in the run game. Gave Wyoming fits in the run game. Um, I
2: think this is the best team Ole Miss has played so far.
3: I one thousand percent agree with that. Yeah, I think and just to give you a good in my opinion, I think they're better. I think Tulsa is better than Vanderbilt. Okay, I think Tulsa is better than um, Missouri. Okay. But I think that's you're getting a lower tier SEC team to come in here to kind of give you. A, it's definitely going to help with the speed of the game and things like that going into next week because it's going to get real here in about eight days.
2: Yeah, I, days. I think they're. I think they're pleased that this is the game that they're playing. They, I think they know as much as you'd love to just cruise through and beat the hell out of everybody. I think they know that it's they're stepping up soon and they need to. They need to rev the engine
3: a little. Yeah, they do. I, but I like the. I, I mean, I think. Again, Tulsa scores points. I don't and how many points they score is going to depend on how dominant, how much they can get away with up front offensively. Because their defense, in my opinion, they kinda of, Tulsa's defense I'm talking about. Yeah. Kind of bend, don't break. The same scheme, but they're not as stern against the run. Yeah. Um Ole Miss is going to score points. Um, but I'm 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 in because I want to see the quarterback throw the ball. All right, we'll,
2: uh, we'll stop it there. Again, uh, speaking of Ole Miss and Tulsa, Pete's Pigskin Preview, about 24 minutes away yeah. right now on the MPW digital feed, so you got time to go uh, grab grab a brew or something. Yeah, grab another rain, whatever the case may be. Uh, we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel twice a week. Every week we'll be with you. I'm super excited about it. 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at rain body fuel to learn more again in this in the uh if you're listening to this ignore what i'm about to say if you're in the stream uh pete's pigskin preview at five the butcher versus the spin instructor at six thirty, and then uh hand guys tonight at seven so we got a, a lot more for you if you can just leave us on one of your uh, one of your tvs and we'll entertain you for most of the evening we'll be back for uh some of the games tonight we'll We'll watch our Browns, Steelers. We'll watch West Virginia and Virginia Tech. We'll keep you up to date and uh, have a little fun. Ben Mintz joins on hand-raised guys this evening. So for Tyler Siski, I'm Neil McCready. That does it for uh, this edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. We'll be back on Monday to make fun of my picks. And, uh, or mine. Or, or somebodies, and, and have some fun. So thanks for being with us today. Have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening, and we'll hopefully talk to you soon.
4: Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? Ew, seriously. They squeeze the grease out of the wool and process it with chemicals, and then you eat it. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I got rid of products I didn't want anywhere near my body. I found that many multivitamins contained high amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and even lacked some of the nutrients we actually needed. So what did I do? At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. Ritual's products are made traceable, meaning we share the science and sourcing for every single ingredient. For example, our vegan vitamin D3 comes from sustainably harvested lichen in Nottingham, England. Not sheep. We trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. See for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.